My friends at Kevin's Worldwide is your full-service resource for branded merchandise. Kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow. So relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevinsww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, business leaders, and professionals who seek excellence. I'm your host, Marty Wolf, and alongside of me is Mr. D.C. Taylor, my executive producer. Hi, D.C. Hey, Marty. It's good to have you with me, as always. Great to be here. Oh, well, you're really going to mean that when you hear this show today. This is fantastic, what we're going to talk about today. By the way, you can listen listen to all our shows, all our past shows, at MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. Our special guest today is Peter Himmelman. Hi, Peter. How you doing, man? Marty, I'm doing very well. This is going to be a blast. Hey, I know you're touring, you're traveling the country, uh, talking about your book, and and so I'm I'm really honored that you took some time. We'll get into the meat of it in a second, but I want to make sure I give you a great introduction. Peter Himmelman is an award-winning Emmy and Grammy-nominated musician and founder of Big Muse a company that teaches creative thinking, leadership skills, and deeper levels of communication in all facets of life, personal and professional. As Big Muse has grown in popularity over the last four years, Peter has come to share his program with thousands of individuals, including academic institutions like the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania, UCLA, the Ross School of Business at the University of Michigan, and international brains, brands such as McDonald's, Adobe Gap Incorporated. Peter has an advanced management certificate from the Kellogg School of Management, and he has written a great book, and that's why he's here. The title of the book is Let Me Out, Unlock Your Creative Mind and Bring Your Ideas to Life. Peter, again, welcome to the Business Builder Show. I'm uh, really Excited. Now, let's start with your introduction says an award winning Emmy and Grammy nominated musician and the founder of the Big Muse. Now, talk to me about your journey from Grammys and Emmys to founder of the Big Muse and, 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 and describe that. What did that look like? What was that all about, man? Well, I mean, you, you may know something about the disruption of the music business. And if, if you don't or your listeners need a little reminder, I have a cousin who lives in a north, northern suburb of Chicago, and he asked me, you know, can you explain this? He's a diamond dealer. And I said, Lawrence, why don't you cup your hands under your computer screen and imagine that all the diamonds you're trying to sell are falling into your hands and everyone else's hands across the globe, infinitely reproducible with no loss of quality 
for free. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and goes, that's a problem. That's a problem. So <laughs> there was that, you know, this is a, a part of the work that I did and a big part of my money stream that basically just disappeared, I'd say, over the last 10 years. And I had three, then four kids going into private colleges at once. So whenever anyone is sort of, quote, quote reinventing themselves or, you know, uh, rebranding themselves, it's usually born of something that's very serious and very urgent. It's not just some calm, sanguine thing that people decide they're going to do one day. It's not like fishing. Mm-hmm. It really creates a lot of tension, a lot of anxiety, and part of that tension and anxiety is how creativity is born. It's born out of that tension. So I had been teaching songwriting at various times in my life through the uh, Telluride Film and Concert Festival people. We'd go in Colorado. And I discovered something with songwriters that I thought was very universal to all creativity and to businesses as well. How we take ideas from our sort of nascent mind, these amorphous, fear-filled ideas, and really make them manifest into the world. And I sort of worked on this methodology and transposing it into something that I thought would benefit businesses and organizations. Peter, before you continue that, I want to make sure that – the folks listening to this understand your career you were and are a real rock star um and you are and have been and continue to be let's remind people your career you had a significant career so you weren't sitting around eating uh oreos and drinking milk saying well okay maybe i'll change because of the internet you're a rock star man so i want to make sure that people grasp this transition, this this is significant. It's significant. So allow me to kind of put that in there. I want I want everybody to get that, Peter. Is it okay? <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that you know certainly adds depth to the narrative, and yeah, certainly absolutely. Um, you know, the idea I have maybe twenty albums out there. Several of them have you know won a lot of critical praise and some awards, and we've toured all over the world, and I've had records on three major labels and. You know, been in the Rolling Stone and, you know, done all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, the other thing, the other factor that is at play is a psychological one. And it's it's also very important and maybe commensurate with the re- remunerative loss, which is that, and I'll ask you this question, Marty, when is the last time you've listened to a, a full album on any delivery system to the exclusion of all other activities? Oh God! I hate when I have to answer these questions honestly. You know, I no, that, that's enough said. I mean, <laughs> yeah, enough, enough said, set. right? So uh, it's rare so, that I go through an entire album. It's rare. So let's say you're a filmmaker, or let's just say you're a business owner, and nobody's coming into your shop. I mean, let's say it's d- diminished by ninety-five percent. Nobody's buying your wares. So obviously, there's an, a, an issue with finances. There's no money coming in from that stream, but also there's a sense of pride and you, know, you want to deliver something for your own purposes. It, mm-hmm. It's, you know, that feels good, mm-hmm. but if nobody's responding to it, yeah, it, it, there's no use in doing it anymore. There's, I mean, that said, I have a record c- coming out in the spring, but I, you know, I'm doing it now as I would take an expensive fishing trip up to Alaska or something. <laughs> yes. yes. It's, it's a kind of a different outlook, right? Mm-hmm. At this point in time. Yeah. Um, 
That's cool. That's great. Now, describe um, Big Muse. Describe that for me. Well, Big Muse is my organization. I have a team largely of some leadership people that I work with. Um, It's a lot of musicians. And musicians carry with them skills that are very sort of transposable or leverageable to businesses. And people might not really understand that. Uh, and I'll explain how that works on a sort of a higher level. Songs and the construction of music is very, very rigid structure mm-hmm. that underpins them. And those can be very related to, you know, following a very definitive process or strategic plan, you know, dates and disciplines and, you know, product design and marketing. All, mm-hmm. all those things have a very rigid structure and they have to be followed. Mm-hmm. But especially in these days... And this is something that I got from the book, Daniel Pink, A Whole New Mind. Love him. Which actually was very, very uh, inspiring to me to start this business. Yeah, excellent. I love Daniel Pink, and Daniel's been in, been on the show. He's, he's, so, he's yeah, great, his man. book yeah. Was, very, was a real catalyst for yeah, me. great. Um, when he spoke about narrative and about creating story. So we have, on one hand, this very rigid structure, this process, but on the other hand, we want to create something, goods or services, that can be very useful to people, and that people understand they project themselves through these goods or services. So Mm -hmm. that's where I thought I I would have a lot of uh, ideas for people. So how do you take this structure? How do you marry it with this more human storytelling uh, idea. And also, the third thing, and I think this is a really significant part of what the Big Muse teaches, and certainly in my book, how do you deal with the fears that naturally occur when you're trying new things? So yeah. when you're in a habit yeah. and you're in a rut, you know, you keep doing the same thing over and over, yeah. it's good because you're not afraid, but you're not advancing either. Yeah. So the the book and the Big Muse workshop is all about telling and sharing these methods which are truly proven to work, not to make you or your employees a fearless person. That's never going to happen. We're going to not change the essential character of you or me. But there are techniques, which I use every day, and hundreds of people use them, to push away your sort of this anxious voice within us whom I call Marv. He's a central character of the book. Marv, an (laughs) acronym for majorly afraid of revealing vulnerability so that you can accomplish things in these Marv-free pockets of time. And it's the accumulation of things that you accomplish in those times that actually turns into something. And, And if I may, the special thing with Big Muse is that we come with a rock and roll band and we don't like to you know, tell our special secrets, but we have people creating songs by the end of our sessions. And the songs are very relevant to either their challenges or their visions for the future or perhaps their social issues in in the workplace. And those songs are handed to the band and immediately improvised into Wow. What sounds like records on the spot. So it's, wow, it's that very, rocks, man. It, it, that rocks. That's great. Yeah, it, it really does. So <laughs> each session, which gets very involved and emotional and, of course, very funny, yeah. always kind of culminates in this basically a rock concert, but the songs are created by the employees themselves. Yeah. Well, now I know why Adam Grant loves you from uh, – 
you know, from U, uh, University of Pennsylvania, the Wharton School. And also, he's a graduate of another one of our favorite places, the uh, uh, University of Michigan. So uh, yeah. now I understand why. But let's give a shout out to the book. I want to make sure that people know the book because they're already Googling your name. And his name is Peter Himmelman, just the way it sounds. And you can go to his website. That's the best place, right, Peter? You know, I think the best site for the book is Let Me Out okay. Book. Okay, letmeoutbook.com. And the title is Let Me Out, Unlock Your Creative Mind and Bring Your Ideas to Life. So we've already started to talk about Marv. And what I really liked was that this voice in your head, a lot of people and books and and, uh, talking heads say, well, just push that out of your mind. You disagree with that. Talk to me about that. I do. There's a sense that... You know, you want to eradicate this fearful voice. You want to go to war against it. Of course, it's it's all a metaphor. You know, there's no real character called Marv in your head. But there is this sort of energetic activity in one's amygdala, in one's limbic or primitive brain, that's constantly on the lookout for mortal danger. So if a rabid dog were coming into your studio at this very moment, it would be Marv, like a fireman who's sliding on the pole and pulling the lever of adrenaline, causing you to fight or, you know, flight or fight. Yeah. But the problem with Marv, and this is why we don't want to kill him, we just want to kind of honor him and sort of say, take a break, is that if we write a book of poetry or uh, we have to get up and talk in front of our board or we're giving a keynote or writing a strategic plan or a marketing plan, Marv feels, and I'm going to take you and your listeners through the chain of logic in quotes that he gives us, he also fears those things the same way he would that rabid dog. So Uh, if I, let's say, am getting up to make a speech, let's say, Marv is telling me the night before, or maybe right before I go on, Peter, if you get up and do this, there's a good chance you could fail. Mm. Okay, so I'm already seduced by his his voice. And then he takes me down the chain. He says, and if you fail, you will be ashamed. Mm. Sounds right. That sounds logical. And he goes deeper. If you're ashamed, we all know what happens to shameful people. They are shunned and abandoned in this world. That's that's a fact. Mm. We've seen it. We've, mm-hmm. we, we've experienced that. And then he goes in for the final, you know, kill, which is if you're shunned and abandoned, I want to bring you back to a time in earliest childhood where abandonment literally meant your death. And that's the spiral that he gets us in. But luckily, the book talks about what to do then. What we do is not kill Marv. We sort of, in some metaphorical way, we say, Marv, thank you for giving me this great advice. And I appreciate it, but it's not a rabid dog. We're not going to be seriously injured. I'm going to do this anyway. And Marty, as soon as we make a move toward our goal, as opposed to fearfully mull it, Marv is sitting in a chair reading the New York Times, drinking a latte, and cheering (laughs) us on. He doesn't want us to fail, but when we're in fear mode, he's there. We don't wait to not be afraid. We simply take action, even when we're afraid. 
the first steps toward that action are so calming to this Marv voice. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, one of the things that, and again, you use stories. You tell your personal story. You connect it very, very well in the book. And again, the book is Let Me Out. And Peter Himmelman is the author. And uh, something that you call uh, an elephant rope. And so let's transition. So that's describe what that is. And that's kind of segue, I guess, to well, our whole creativity, uh, which isn't well, something right. off into space, right? No. It's exactly right. So this elephant rope idea is a concept that I, I learned about in India when they want to train baby elephants to sort of stay in one place. They chain them with a heavy piece of chain to a, a tree or a post. Now, this goes on for quite a while, months and maybe years. And when the elephant is an adult, they no longer need a chain. Just a simple piece of twine, which symbolizes the chain, will literally keep the elephant in place. Obviously, you could kick it and break it in a second. So similarly, we are held back, not necessarily by these giant, horrible events in our lives, deaths and divorces and tragedies. We, we know about those and we deal with those. But Weirdly, more insidious are these tiny things that have happened to us in childhood. And I'll, I'll share one that I just worked with some people up in Boston a couple of days ago that left unexplored or undiscovered are really, really damaging to our ability to move ahead. So this one, he was a grad student we're working with uh, at a business school up in Boston a couple days ago. We went around the room, he's talked about, I shared some of mine, and they all sound ridiculous. Mm. That's the point. Mm -hmm. So he says, you know, I was five or four, and I wanted to be Tigger, from Winnie the Pooh and on Halloween. I was very excited. My mom was sewing me a Tigger outfit. Mm -hmm. And when I got to school, I told everyone I wanted to be Tigger. All the other kids were Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. And I got so nervous and felt so bad that I had my mom, you know, discard everything that she'd done with his Tigger outfit. And I've carried that guilt, really, for my mom having done that thing, he says. Mm -hmm. And I also carried this guilt for not like having the strength to do what I wanted to do. And my kind of thesis on this or my idea is once you bring those little things to, to light, you simply sweep them away and they're no longer the encumbrances that they once were. They're funny little anecdotes. Right. And that's so we've identified that you help people see that and you do that. Walk us through the book. Let's get to the good news. And the good news is that we're learned that, but there are steps, and you describe them very well in the book. Uh, like, for instance, the simple thing of, well, you know, you're mulling over an idea, so what's the first phase? What's the first steps? And by the way, what I like, really like, I like the whole book, but you, you take things and you chunk them down. You say, okay, in the next minute, do this. In, in three minutes, do that. I love right. that. That, that, that is, is that your way of getting us to take action? I do it all the time, whether I'm writing a song or I'm writing, you know, an essay or something or I'm going to make a phone call. Let me give you this whole thing in a story. So I was about to put out the book. It was coming out in about a month. I had the book in hand. And I really wanted to test this. One of the basic tenets of the book is this three-tiered idea called specific, 
present, and true. Breaking it down very simply, specific means take a huge idea and break it down into the tiniest parts, and I'll soon show you what they look like and how tiny they can be. Present means you you do this one step within five minutes. So it has to be a step that can be done quickly. The third is, and there's a little more depth in here, and the book goes into it quite a bit, is true. This thing has to be something that's you want to do. You don't want to become a baseball player simply because your dad wanted you to. You don't want to live right. vicariously through somebody else. So right. with those three things in mind, you can get things done. So I wanted to test my book. And I always wanted to fly a plane. I just wanted the feeling of what it's like to fly, you know. And this was something I was very afraid of doing for some reason. I'd come up with these reasons. You need all sorts of math. My math skills are really poor. Right. So I did three things. This pre specific president true. What was my step? Marty, how ridiculous was my first step? I walked to my chair with intention, with the intention somehow connected to flying a plane. It doesn't right. even really make any sense, so let right. me tell right. you. Right. I sat in my chair. Anyone can do those things unless you're disabled and you just you get to your chair. I typed out on my keyboard flight times in Santa Monica. I got a number and I called a person. It probably took four minutes. Now. Those actions, which are so insignificant and small, led me to, within two months' time, to be flying a Cessna 172 Skyhawk over the San Fernando Valley in California. Bingo. Yeah. You know, yeah. they are so yeah. differentiated from my former connection to flying, which was simply mulling an idea fearfully yeah. without any action whatsoever. Yeah. P Peter, we could go on forever. I can tell uh, uh, that I, I'm loving everything, but we, believe it or not, we, we need to start wrapping up so, <laughs> because it's fascinating. And again, let me remind everyone that we're talking to Peter Himmelman, and his book is Let Me Out, Unlock Your Creative Mind and Bring Your Ideas to Life. And the best place is to go to letmeoutbook.com. Is that correct, Peter? That's perfect. Okay, perfect. let's do that. Now, let's wrap up in the next minute or two, because this is really unfair for people like you who have written such a great book. Let's drive home like a key message or something that you just think that I didn't cover or we didn't cover that you want to make sure that we get out to our listeners. Well, I mean, I think the idea is part of the sort of the joy of living, the engagement with life waking up in the morning and having this forward momentum is really what the book is all about. Mm -hmm. When we talk about the word creativity, we naturally think of dancers and singers or musicians like myself. I am saying, no, creativity is the birthright of every human being. Amen. It's almost like gravity. Amen. If we can push our fear momentarily, because it's never going to be forever, it'll be back soon, out of the way, we are naturally creative at that moment. We have access to our formerly developed skill sets. That's the essence of creativity. So the actuary, the businessman, the mechanic, uh, the marketing director is as, has as much claim to creativity as the painter 
or the the dance choreography. Yes. Yes, and you did a great job talking about that, explaining that. Most, a lot of us think that a Peter is the creative type and I'm not. Well, you did a great job of saying, oh, wait a second. You know, in a space and in a time, taking some action, you are creative, but take that first step. Take that minute to get into your chair. Take that minute to, 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 to be present and to do really pursue something that you really want. Really, we're talking about unlocking your creative mind and bringing your ideas to life. So, Peter, you inspired me, man. I loved it. And I, lo- I racked out, rocked out to some of your music last night, man. I didn't listen to an entire album. <laughs> but it was it was great i loved it and uh howling wolf i i paid attention to that too so i uh i had a great time so peter thanks so much for being part of the uh, business builder show this is going to be on soundcloud available on our website our listeners know about that and uh so thanks so much man i really appreciate your time Marty, a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. You have been listening to the Business Builder Show. I am your host, Marty Wolf. So on behalf of myself and my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor, thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. My friends at Kevin's Worldwide is your full service resource for branded merchandise. Kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow. So relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevinsww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.